Well, hi everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Doors Within Emerging Markets. I'm honored and pleased to be here with uh, Marco Antonio Sanchez Garcia. Um, uh, founded multiple companies. Um, currently, the Foreign Affairs VP of Con Coming Mex Mexico. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, and he has founded uh, a Porto uh, companies such as Porto and Real Emporum Club. Um, so two other companies, and we're gonna go, we're gonna go really deep into that. And he's gonna really share his experience uh, as a business uh, man. Uh, is journey on entrepreneurship and most importantly the ecosystem in Mexico and how we can actually learn from uh, someone like him with uh, such an incredible level of experience. So um, such a really it's a great pleasure to have you, Marco, and uh, I'm looking forward to you know for us to get into this. So uh, please, as a, just an intro, can you just tell us about yourself and give us uh, a background of who you are? First, thank you for the invite. I am really glad and excited for being here to share uh, what I can help, if I can help someone through sharing this story and what I have done, I will be more than happy. So it's really a pleasure for me to be here to talk with you and to share all, all, all what I have done so far. Uh, and yes, uh, I'm, as you said, my name is Marco Antonio Sanchez. Currently, I am a VP of Foreign Affairs of Concamin. Concamin here in Mexico is a conglomerate of uh, Mexican industry chambers. For example, the Chamber of Sand here in Mexico, the Chamber of Construction, all chambers here in Mexico, all industrial chambers here in Mexico are part of Concamin. So Concamin is one of the biggest conglomerates of business here in Mexico. It has, if, if, I, if I, I recall right, uh, this year Concamin is uh, having its 104 birthday. So, so it has been uh, a little while since Concamin was founded and uh, through Concamin, what Concamin does is conglomerate all these chambers and through that help with one between another uh, one to another mm -hmm. so uh, it's uh, a conglomerate that helps that uh, that helps growing between these chambers and that allows to do these chambers uh, fight as one in in economy and a go beyond what only one chamber can could do alone. So this is what Concamin does. Our current president is Francisco Cervantes. He has been president uh, over three years and he has done a wonderful job. He has allowed Concamin to grow, to have more allies here in Mexico and abroad. So uh, he his his job is to allow all members of Concamin to achieve their goals, to achieve growth. So he's doing a fantastic job. And uh, also Francisco Cervantes Jr. that he is president of the Young Industrials. He's, Concamina has a chapter of young people in business that uh, also is growing, that also is trying to do more for entrepreneurs here in Mexico. So both 
Francisco Cervantes, uh, Cervantes and Francisco Cervantes Jr. Both are uh, doing an excellent job in, in Concamin. That was part, one part. And another, I have been an entrepreneur. I am uh, currently trying to create also how to, to become a successful entrepreneur here in Mexico. So uh, that of us, that uh, is what I have done so far. I love creating stories. I love sharing stories. I, I have been an entrepreneur and I have a challenge. I have faced all challenges that uh, comes with being an entrepreneur from failing to success to that uh, point in the middle when you don't know if you want to keep trying, if you want to create a new strategy. And through this journey, I have, uh, I have learned and I have failed and I have experienced what entrepreneurship is, that is something fantastic, something great through which you can learn a lot, through which you can uh, get in love and really passionate about what you're doing. So entrepreneurship for me has been a wonderful journey so far. And uh, I will tell you about this a little bit later. But uh, I sold companies uh, last year and, and this year. I am creating two new companies. And uh, through this journey, I hope to keep learning. I hope to keep growing, to, to achieve new goals and help Mexico's entrepreneurial uh, ecosystem that is still growing, is still learning a lot from entrepreneurial ecosystems like the US or Israel that are both big examples of how to do things right. So that, that is me uh, related to, to entrepreneurial activities. Also, I, I love to create stories. I love to hear stories. One things that I love most is to create stories, to share it, and trying to, to use all channels, principally uh, digital channels, to share these stories, to get uh, people to get emotion, excited, uh, passionate about some product, some service. And through this is what I worked. So that's what I love the most, sharing and, and creating stories. Also, I have a lot of hobbies like watch movies, traveling. I love traveling. I hope to be soon in, in, in Boston again, in, in New York again, both cities. I, I love them. And I hope to, to visit them once, once more. Amazing, amazing. And, and thanks so much for just sharing that because I think for the most part, people... Uh, um, you know, have this calling uh, that, you know, entrepreneurship is something that they really aspire uh, to be, but you've actually done it. There's still companies and you're still working on and you're still going. You're a serial entrepreneur, if I can say that. So thanks so much for sharing and looking forward to, to meeting you sometime as we, as things open up. So um, we're going to talk more about the companies you sold and the ones that you are, are working on right now. But before that, if you can just share a little bit about growing up, uh, where did you grow up and how was it like? And if you could also, I mean, this, this is a multi-layered question, but 
your growing up experience and who are the people that really inspired you to what you have become right now? Yes, of course. Uh, I have grown up here in Mexico. I haven't had the opportunity to live abroad. I hope I, I really have this opportunity in not uh, distant future. But for now, I have grown up in, in Mexico, in two cities, Mexico City, that is the capital of Mexico, and also in Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta is a wonderful touristic destination here in Mexico. I highly recommend it to anyone who, who listen this podcast, this, this story, this uh, interview. And uh, I grow up in, this, in, those two, in these two cities in one hand, Mexico City, that it's a big cosmopolitan city, and, oh, and the, in the other hand, Puerto Vallarta, that is a small and touristic destination uh, through the years, through the years uh, Puerto Vallarta has grown, have grown. But uh, at that time, it was a little uh, place with uh, a beautiful beach and beautiful uh, downtown, but it was a small city. So I grown up in the, in, those, in these two places. Uh, I love both. I love more Mexico City because of, of this, the lifestyle, what uh, you can do, uh, all the things that you have in reach. But uh, I have grown up in, in these two beautiful cities that have allowed me to, to know a lot of people, a lot of people that have allowed me to know how both uh, cities even though are part of Mexico are so different and like those two cities Mexico is divided in a lot of, of, of uh, differences uh, cultural differences that allows us to be a, a culture rich country uh, so it has been wonderful I really hope to, to live one day in, in, in the US, uh, to live also in, in Europe for a, for a few years and learn a lot and then bring that knowledge here to Mexico to keep our country growing and, uh, and to share all this with, with people here in Mexico. Amazing, amazing. I always wanted to visit Mexico City. Um, I think it's gonna be such a great experience. So hopefully, at least I know someone who knows that area. So, um, <laughs> you, know, you you are welcome to to visit Mexico City. I I can host you if you want. Uh, there are a lot of Mexico City is uh, beautiful because in, in one side has uh, places like the Reforma that are uh, like any other big city in New York. Reforma is uh, our biggest avenue. It's uh, a place with uh, a lot of buildings, uh, skyscrapers, and it seems to be one of the biggest uh, cities and more modern cities in, in the world. And also you have places like downtown that has all this Hispanic heritage. Uh, we also have places like uh, Castillo de Chapultepec, uh, Chapultepec Castle, that is an iconic place here in Mexico. So I really, I highly recommend to all people that are listening this, that uh, come and visit Mexico City. That's, that's, that's incredible. Uh, 
I'm really excited. Just the way you explain it, it sounds like a place where um, I can't wait uh, once once I'm able to, you know, get get to that area. So, thanks for sharing sharing that. Um, uh, just like, do you have like role models when you were, when you were younger that kind of gave you the 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 life experience or just the exposure into business that you know kind of built your your entrepreneurial your mindset as well as your entrepreneurial fortitude to get to where you are were there any people out there or or was it something that you just found out by yourself kind of role models one like a personal role model that that would be my parents they are both fighters uh, in, in life they are they are uh, doctors in, in profession but they have fought against all all that life could bring uh, since, since from from economical issues to diseases and they have fought and, and they have won these battles and they have been a really big example for me for my brother and they are the biggest role models I can uh, I could have and I could wish uh, and they have helped a lot uh, to to me to allow me to build my my companies they trusted in me they also helped me in everything they could do so they they are my my personal role models also in 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 more uh business um, vision point of view uh, both my grandparents, uh, my father's uh, side and my aunt from my mother's side, both grandparents uh, all began from from zero to hero, uh, as uh, Hercules Disney song would say. Uh, they began with nothing. They create uh, amazing things here in, in Mexico. They in not not in business. They didn't create a company, but they they uh, have personal and economical growth both were born in really poor situations and through a lot of effort uh, academical uh, growth and personal growth they try and they succeed succeed in in becoming in in breaking that seal of, of glass uh, here in mexico the mobility the social mobility is is uh, has very low percentage of allowing uh, poor people to go to another social socioeconomical uh, sector of, of Mexico's population, but uh, they through a lot of effort and through conditions that allow them to to break this 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 hill, they they get got uh, success in in this. And also I have my second category is distant role models like Steve Jobs uh, and principally Walt Disney. I love his story. I love what he has, he created. I love uh, what the Disney, uh, I believe the greatest stories starts with a dream, especially in business. Sounds great. Um, there were some internet issues at the very end about Great story starts with a dream, but 
I get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss it. <laughs> this is, uh, sounds good. Um, I love that. And thanks for bringing up parents. You no, know, um, shows like you, we, we, we raised by some really good, role, great role models. Um, so now just getting to the, into your business adventures and uh, how you have built this and sold these amazing companies. Can you talk a little bit about Porto? Um, yes. Um, and what does it, know how you started it and you know um you know kind of niche market and how you have been working on that yes uh, porto is one of the news i i i just want to be sure that is porto or saga which oh, with my bad yeah i wanted to talk about uh saga the company <laughs> the company one of the companies you sold. so yeah we're going to talk about the two companies that you sold and okay. saga and otherwise midas right Yes, uh, Saga, Saga on one side, it was a clothing brand. It, it all began when my, my brother and I were talking about uh, Mexican uh, clothing brands and uh, how some people uh, were, for example, brands like Hugo Boss or Armani or Lacoste here in Mexico and feel proud of having these brands of of being able to, to purchase them and to use all these brands. And uh, we were trying to think in a Mexican brand that was like that, uh, a brand that someone in Mexico was really proud of, of having and uh, wearing and shopping that company. And we couldn't find uh, a company that would bring that to the customer here in Mexico there are a lot, a lot, a lot of companies that are creating awesome things in, in the clothing and textile industry, but uh, there's no big company here in Mexico that is like Hugo Boss or like uh, Abercrombie or like all these companies that someone is proud of buying or is proud of wearing. And, and, and here in Mexico, is it's funny because there are some kind of people that loves to overshare in sometimes uh, what brand they are using or what brand they are capable to afford. So uh, we were trying to create a company that uh, was that, but that was a Mexican company. A Mexican company, you will feel that it was, uh, that it must be a closing brand a Mexican clothing brand that uh, will make you proud of your country and of wearing that as a representation of, of Mexico. So that's why we created Saga. After that talk, two wonderful uh, business partners joined us. One was the designer and the other was uh, another, uh, another business partner. And us, the, the four partners, uh, began with all the activities that was necessary to create Saga. We began uh, trying to find the correct uh, textile to use. Uh, and it, it was difficult because uh, we had not much experience in, in the clothing brand sector, uh, any of us except the designer. And uh, we were trying to find the correct uh, combination of cotton, of uh, any other material uh, that uh, would feel comfortable 
that will feel special and will bring that added value that the, the company needed. So we began all this process. It was really hard at the beginning. We didn't know where to find uh, the correct uh, person to, to, to give us uh, the materials. We fought a lot in, in finding the correct quality of, of these materials. And uh, after that, and when we find uh, at, at least the, the correct materials, the correct composition, uh, we began to, to create all, all the other things that are necessary to, to accompany. And it was a wonderful journey. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun, especially with photo shoots. Photo shoots was one of my favorite parts of, of my activities in, in Saga. Besides being a founding partner, I was the CMO. So I was in charge of all the marketing, sales, and uh, public relation activities. And uh, through this, we created strategies from uh, SEO, uh, search engine, uh, SEM, also social media, uh, influencer marketing, email marketing. And through this, we, we began we began to create some some excitement before our our kickoff, and uh, then we had an event, a really big event that was named Imponiendo Mexico. It's like imposing Mexico. It's a little bit aggressive, but uh, we wanted we, at that moment to 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 that to be a little bit aggressive. So that's why we call this this event like that. It was a fashion runway mixed with some cultural and artistic uh, components. It was amazing. We had uh, business people, we had uh, politicians, we had influencers and celebrities from Mexico in that event, uh, ambassadors uh, from different countries in that event. It was growth and uh, through that event, a lot of people get to know what Saga was, what we wanted to achieve, what the, the clothes uh, feel. For example, uh, one of the things that almost all clients were really, really happy about uh, buying our clothes was uh, that they felt a lot of comfort in using our brand. They were, they were really happy to, to have a Mexican clothes brand that was so comfortable in, in texture, in how they, they fit, they, all the sizes, and also uh, in the materials, uh, how it felt when you touched the, the, the shirts and uh, old clothes. So we were really happy. And through that, sales become easier, uh, uh, people, was asking a lot uh, of our products and uh, all what, he, what we have done so far. So people were asking, and where do you bring, when, when will you have the new, the new season? Which products are coming? Uh, so we were really happy because people were excited about Saga as, as we are. So as we went, well, I'm still happy and proud about what we do, but uh, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. 
And through this journey, we, we, grow, we have uh, a lot of problems, yes, but we find always the way to overcome all these problems and principally uh, have uh, fun. We had fun and we also always feel passionate about Saga. And one of, of our partners uh, wanted to try something new in the, in the company. Uh, at that moment, my professional journey took me to another place also. So I wanted to focus on that uh, path I was having and my partner uh, wanted to explore new things with Saga. And through that, we decided uh, that the best thing to do was to, to for me for my, and my brother, my brother to, to sell our shares of the company to, to our partner in, in whom we trust uh, and we help till nowadays and we have a wonderful relation with him and uh, he made an offer of, uh, of buying the company and we accepted that is that is incredible and thank you so much for kind of giving a rundown of how you started the company how you did you know market research and actually did a campaign prior to actually launching the company and it looks like you had a very good team around you and also a great vision on how to uh, not a vision that was very unique for Mexico with the branding. Um, so thanks so much for bringing that into perspective. I think it's important for our audience listeners to know how to build a company, a successful company to launch, to, to exit, uh, which, you, which you sold. Uh, I'm just curious, how did you reach out to celebrities to get, get them on your campaign? Uh, high-profile individuals we in this event uh, it was crazy how this event went uh, <laughs> one day we we think we must have an event to 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 uh, to our kickoff that helped us to to reach more places to reach more people and to let uh, as many mexicans as we could know about Saga and what we are doing. So at first we think maybe we can do a little band with many, some uh, between 30, 50 guests uh, from different sectors. And as we were sharing with, with more people, our, our vision and what uh, we wanted to do and what uh, Saga meant, uh, we started talking with a lot of companies, uh, principally Mexican companies, and they were, please let me uh, be in that event, please let me sponsor, let me be in 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 Poniendo, Mexico, and uh, through that the the, the little event uh, with thirty to to fifty guests uh, started to grow, and. Uh,
uh, were from something small to something really, really big. Uh, we were happy, we were crazy about that moment. Uh, we had a lot of activities, a lot of, of things to do. Uh, we needed at that moment to, to, to have a bigger team. So we started hiring people to help us uh, in this part because a lot of companies, a lot of people trusted in us and wanted to, to be one with this vision. And uh, through all this noise and through all this, we start uh, getting to the right uh, people and uh, some of them asked us to if, if, if they, they could go to this event. And uh, of course, we were more, more than happy to have them. Uh, this reached uh, the, the president uh, office at that time. It was, this event was in, uh, oh, I forget the year, I believe it was 2018. Yes, yes, it was, I think, December 2018. No, it was like October or, or September. Yes, it was September, September, September 2018. And uh, this event reached to the president office at that time. And uh, he couldn't uh, go to, to the event because of his agenda, but he sent um, a person in his name. So it was amazing what all this uh, become. And uh, that helped us a lot to, to, to have all these guests from, from ambassadors to business people, to influencers, to, to celebrities. That's amazing, that's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, great, great story, great company um, from what I'm hearing and just great strategy. So thanks for sharing that as well. Uh, to go to your second company, um, that you sold Bull and Midas. It's a consulting yes. firm with services for entrepreneurs. Can you please share us what this company, how this company, same thing, how you started it and you know how it led to you uh, selling this company? I'm, I'm really interested to know how you work, function as an entrepreneur to start two amazing companies that finally got sold. So <laughs> yes, um, yes. Bull and Midas started because um, as, as I shared with, with you all, uh, in 2015, or, I am, or maybe I am getting wrong, uh, I don't recall, well, it doesn't matter. In, in 2015, I tried to create a company. It was uh, named Cowley Consultores. It was uh, a consulting firm for politicians. At that time, I worked at the Mexican Senate and I was young, well, younger, and I thought that I had the world in my hands and I could do anything. And uh, my company one is 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 uh, is one is going to be a success only because I was part of it. So I was uh, naive and I I I I failed because of that. I thought that uh, creating a company was only about uh, having knowledge and having some contacts. And it, it is not, it, it is not. So I failed with this company 
and I faced what uh, challenges all entrepreneurs face here in Mexico, principally. And uh, I was really worried about how difficult creating a company and creating a successful company was. So at that moment, I started thinking that it would be amazing uh, if there was a company that could help all entrepreneurs in, in their paths. Uh, in Mexico, we have a lot of companies, marketing companies, legal advisory companies, uh, web development companies, apps uh, developing, the developing companies, and all kinds of companies. But all, all these services are different, different in pricing, different in quality, different in all kinds of aspects. So I thought, what would happen if we can uh, make the, the principal services that an entrepreneur needs in one company? What, what, what would happen if we merge all these services, all these principal services that you need as an entrepreneur in one company with one pricing, with one quality, and uh, that this concern really concerned about having more entrepreneurs, more success in Mexico. So that's why I created Bulan Midas. And uh, through Bulan Midas, what we wanted to do having uh, more easy their path as, as you may know and being an entrepreneur is really hard you have to, to assemble a team that has a vision a similar vision not an exact vision but yes a similar vision of what you want to do what the company uh, wants to do you have to create this team you have to face economical issues in Mexico, you can find, uh, you can have a logo from 500 pesos that is uh, like uh, $25 uh, US dollars uh, from very, to, 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 very, to very expensive uh, logos of 20,000 pesos, uh, 50,000 pesos that are more or less uh, Two thousand and fifty hundred dollars. So you have all these prices, and uh, you have people with great quality and people with really low quality in their services. So we wanted to, to eliminate all these uh, problems from entrepreneurs and help them to create uh, successful companies and to help them to grow. Uh, we have our principal target was entrepreneurs, but also we, we had some clients uh, from small and medium businesses, uh, familiar businesses, and one or two big companies. But our focus were, were entrepreneurs because we really wanted to, to help them in, in having it more easy.
I mean, uh, being an entrepreneur uh, is, is it's, it's a dream, but also is really challenging. It's really hard because you you must be really passionate about what you are doing and believe in you and believe in your company. And uh, if you if you have a lot of challenges that sometimes it not depend on you. Uh, and also you have the normal challenges, well, it will be more difficult. So Bulan Miras was uh, this company that tried and successfully helped a lot of entrepreneurs here in Mexico. And uh, one day, one of these, of these clients uh, talked to us and uh, asked if we could accept him as an investor, he was looking to, to have a, a big bite in the company. And uh, we didn't feel uh, happy with selling all those shares to, to one person. So he made a counter offer and he offered us to, to buy all the company and, uh, through his resources make Bulan Midas even a bigger company. Uh, maybe, I, I really hope that that is what, that, that is, uh, what is going to happen with, with Bulan Midas because it was a project in which uh, uh, we could, we could uh, help entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Um, I like the fact that the, the mindset behind the company made a lot of sense and I see why it was a successful business. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And I think the audience too will appreciate your thought process and how you have been thinking about growing your businesses, especially how you thought of entrepreneurs, um, aspiring entrepreneurs to come and build us. So thanks. Thanks so much for that. Um, so much to learn. Um, just segue into your current businesses. Can you just share a little bit about um, <clears throat> I Porto, uh, what you're doing with Porto now, as well as uh, Real Empirum Club, which is real estate, real estate business. Yes, Porto is another uh, clothing brand. I felt that I need to explore more about that sector. I want to create more. In, in Mexican clothing brands and uh, this company yes has this uh, Mexican component of uh, making our customers happy to buy a Mexican product but here in this time it's not our main focus in Porto what we want to share with our customers is, is well Porto is going to be a clothing brand uh, focus on products uh, to use in, in uh, at the beach, at uh, these kind of destinations, uh, for example, shorts, uh, uh, swimsuits, uh, shirts for, for, for the beach. So we want to, to create a company that is uh, unique and that has a high quality, specially uh, created for scenarios in which you are going to, uh, to vacations, maybe you have one wonderful shirt that you use uh, on a daily basis 
but when you take it to a really hot or sweaty, sweaty destination as beach can, can be, you are not as comfortable uh, with that shirt as you are in a cold city. So we want to create uh, products especially for, 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 for beach use. And that is going to be Porto. And uh, Real Imperm Club is going to be a real estate company in Mexico, we have a lot of, of, of companies in this sector, but some of them are really traditional, are really classic. Uh, in, in general, Mexico is, and I am sad to say this, in general, United States and how companies are creating in the United States, Mexico is growing a lot, a lot, but uh, in, in general, uh, I want to, to repeat a fair, and trade uh, deal for all parts in, in real estate from the person who wants to buy a company to the person who wants to sell, uh, sorry, to wants to, to, to sell or to buy uh, a real estate. So we want to create this company with all the modern and technological advances uh, a real estate company can have. So, uh, and also bring more fares and more uh, just uh, trades for all parts. So that is what Real Emporium Club is going to be. Uh, we want to, to have properties in all the Republic, in all, in all Mexican Republic, but we're going to begin with Mexico City and uh, with Cancun. That is one of our most beautiful destinations here in Mexico. And I, again, highly recommend you to, to you and to all your audience to, to go to Cancun and, uh, and, uh, and also Monterrey, Cancun and here, Mexico City. So that, we, that are going to be our first spots to begin with, with properties. And we want to help all people uh, here in Mexico to, to have more fair deals in selling or buying uh, properties. Awesome, awesome. I think uh, you uh, there was technical breakup, but we 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 got most of our, what you talked about, Bo and Midas, in terms of uh, areas where you want to start. And we're talking sometimes about uh, the challenge in Mexico, and I think for some reason our our internet didn't help us for us to catch that. Uh, there was a challenge you mentioned about, unfortunately, what happens in Mexico and comparing that to the United States. Can you reiterate that? Ah, yes, of course. Uh, here in Mexico, we are uh, between five to six years, I, I think, behind the US uh, development mm -hmm. uh, regarding uh, companies' technology and how companies implement technology in their activities. Uh, here in Mexico, we have companies that still are uh, working on, uh, on 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 sheets and on Excel only, you know, to to register all their their clients and to keep a record of what they are doing and what they uh, are bringing to their companies. In Mexico, unfortunately, we have uh, not high averages of people reading, of uh, financial education in Mexico. So 
through this, uh, Mexico is, is behind uh, some ecosystems like the US. So we really need to, to advance, to keep learning, to share information with, with others. And uh, through this, I believe Mexico has a really high potential to, to, have, to have more successful companies, to have more modern and technological companies. I mean, here in Mexico, it's, it's, uh, we have a lot of benefits as all countries in, in the world. Uh, we have beautiful places and as many other countries in the world. So we need to, to use all these benefits and to use all modern and technological benefits that our, our generation has uh, to, to, to achieve success, to achieve their goals, to achieve uh, growth. So I believe that uh, we really need that. To, to learn more, to, to learn about uh, US cases, about what uh, they are doing over there, uh, what uh, other ecosystems are doing, and uh, to create uh, bridges between, between these countries to, to keep growing. That's incredible. Um, so Marco, I think this can be part one of our interview because there's a lot more questions I need to ask you in terms of just you know the just the total the overall landscape of entrepreneurship in Mexico and also future opportunities that uh, that looking post COVID what are some of the opportunities that we have for you know entrepreneurs as well as you know foreign direct investment that might be coming to Mexico and lastly you know, some advice you can give to your entrepreneurs so I'm gonna put that in our second interview. Uh, Perfect. Uh, but I think for all our audiences, uh, Marco is just filled with knowledge, experience, and um, I, uh, I'm humbled and I'm really grateful that you reached out and, um, and I'm really, really um, looking forward to, to learning more from you, uh, hopefully meeting you soon and uh, seeing you uh, and I'll talk to you very soon for the part two of this, uh, of this episode so thank you so much for being here for now and i'll definitely see you very soon no thank you thank you to you thanks uh, for allowing me to to share this and uh, to let uh, from what you are doing i i want to congratulate you for for this effort uh, for having a podcast for having your companies and for all the the amazing things you are doing and uh, thank you thank you for the audience for listening to me for listening to me i hope my english is not too rusty great it's so great it's so clear yeah <laughs> and um, and thank you all i i am i'm uh, really excited for part two of this interview and also to to have that uh, coffee or beer with you anytime soon for sure that happened. Thank you so much. Perfect. And I'll talk to you very soon. And thanks. Thank you. Talk to you. Bye. Bye.